Welcome back to YouTube with the boys. So we have big news on KSI versus Jake Paul. You think he can beat Jake? Yes. Jake Paul, he's an idiot. He has to fight to make money. I don't even have to fight to make money. So, you know, YouTube boxing has been around for a while now. All that time ago, we had Logan Paul versus KSI 1, Logan Paul versus KSI 2. There was just, you know, a lot of things, a lot of events. We ended up having the creator clash. Jake Paul has gone into boxing. There's been a lot of different events and a lot of different things. But now we have come to a time where YouTube boxing is kind of the norm. It's no longer, wow, these YouTubers are going to fight. That's crazy. It's kind of now, oh, yeah, yeah. You got some big YouTubers fighting. That's kind of normal. And some of those big YouTubers fighting this summer were supposed to be um, KSI and Jake Paul. Jake Paul was supposed to have a fight against Tommy Fury, and KSI was supposed to have a fight against Alex Wasabi. Uh, I think that's his last name. Um, but basically, both of those ended up getting canceled for reasons that, like, I think, I don't know what happened to Tommy Fury, but then the next guy, Jake got his replacement and couldn't make weight. And then KSI um, was supposed to fight... Uh, Alex, and then Alex got a concussion or something and couldn't fight, which I feel like that's just kind of um, boxing, but maybe that's just me. Um, but um, what happened is then Jake started calling on KSI on Twitter. He's like, okay, you know, let's let's fight. Um, let's fight right now. In three weeks, I've been partying, but, you know, I'll still get to your weight and fight you. Any conditions? And this, I would say, this did put up, I think, a good kind of front for Jake Paul. It made him seem big. It made him seem like he wanted to fight anywhere, so that was cool. And that was pretty sick. But now, like, KSI, he had a replacement. But, like, usually you train in a camp to fight a specific person, right? You're kind of training to fight, you know, Alex Wasabi. So... Doing something on such short notice, although it may be someone also agreeing to short notice, at least in my like opinion, I think it's kind of valid that you would want to spend the time to do it right. There's so much, you know, build up around Jake Paul and KSI. They've been talking for so long about this fight. You know, they've since, you know, KSI's partnered with. Logan, there's been all this talk about, you know, oh, in case I fought Logan, there's all this talk about, oh, yeah, you know, what are you two going to fight? What are you two going to fight? And they've gone kind of smack tucking back and forth, but there's no, no actual fight. I mean, KSI hasn't boxed in super so long. But now it's at the point where they finally were going to schedule a fight. But three weeks, you know, is not enough time. You want to advertise this fight. You want to get people to pay for it. You want to get as much money as you can into it. That's what you want to do. So, when KSI kind of suggested putting it off or not doing it within three weeks, you kind of start to realize that's a valid suggestion. You want to build up all this press. And you see that makes him look scared because Jake Paul is just going to say, oh, he doesn't want to fight me right now. He's going to wait. He's going to scramble and say something like he needs more time. Now, see, Jake probably knows that it's better to fight KSI farther away. He, he probably knows that. It's a better buildup. But he also knows that 
KSI also knows that, and it's the better business move. So if Jake just says he won't fight me now, I won't want to fight right now, then it makes Jake Paul seem like the bigger man, like he's like the better boxer. And I think that was, honestly, although I don't like Jake Paul, that was probably a smart move to get people going. Like, the only thing more tense than, like, <laughs> like Twitter or, or political Twitter is, like, Twitter that has to do with sports. And you could see people were getting riled up and, like, oh, okay, so I'm scared. He's running. Okay, so I ended up fighting swarms as a replacement. I don't know that it is, but, like, they're like, oh, he's irrelevant and all of this. He sucks. And, like, he won't fight Jake. And Jake Paul's getting all these fans riled up. But what's good is now this can continue for a while and put, like, more money into the industry. And I think that, I don't know, I I do think it's cool. I think we'll have to see more beef. I think Prime will probably do something, maybe sponsor the event. I don't see why not if, like, both parties have a connection to it. Um, since Logan and KSI are partnering it, but I, I do see this being incredibly successful. I think they were smart for pushing it off. I think they were smart for kind of creating this beef. I imagine that in in some ways they actually might be in, I don't want to say like cahoots, but I think they may be like collaborating a bit. You know, I don't think, does uh, KSI like Jake Paul? Maybe not. But, you know, they both know Logan. There must be, like, a certain type of thing that they know how to play it up. You know, every boxer, I think, in the mindset before a fight, you kind of get have to get this idea, I don't like this guy. I want to punch this guy. But I think they both have enough of, like, a business knowledge to know if we play this up, that'll be more successful. So a fight is happening next year, and I think that'll be good to see. With this event at the end of August, with KSI be impressive? I don't know. I think we'll have to see how it turns out. I think it's important to note that KSI did beat Logan, so yeah. Um, and Logan was good. Not as good as he was when he fought Floyd Mayweather, even though he lost. But, like, yeah, I, I think he's a good boxer. And I, I think he will be successful, as I said. And I just want I'm, I'm impressed with all KSI have done. Like, if you think about it, he's been training for a boxing match, right? Releasing music. Still making his regular, like, YouTube videos um, on his channel, reacting to stuff. Even though it's just reacting, that's impressive. He got prime partnered with Arsenal, the football team, or soccer if you're American, which is just absolutely incredible. It's a big team sponsored by Prime, their energy drink, or not energy, hydration drink. And then he's also, like I said, releasing music, doing things with the sidemen, Still showing up in videos for the most part. It is crazy the amount of scheduling he has done. And, like, if you want to talk about, like, one of the hardest workers, I think, in the room, I think you got to give it to KSI. Dude's crazy. And I think that he deserves to fight Jake on a big stage and a stage that deserves, you know, big buildup. I think even if he loses, there'll probably be a rematch for whoever loses. It'd be, it'd be great to see Jake lose, but KSI's got to fight. As much as I hate to say it, I'm not a fan of Jake Paul. Logan has grown on me a bit, despite um, his past problems. He has a lot of past problems, but recently the content I've seen of him seems like he's more mature. But Jake, dude, I just don't like Jake. But that's his whole kind of brand. That's how he grows popular. He makes people hate him, which makes him entertaining.
and um, that's a good strategy. But I think I'd love to see like KSI kind of drop almost everything into full fighting form and fighting shape and just destroy him. But maybe having like the sideman and having his channel running and his music actually motivates him more. That could be possible. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I do think that like, just like a quick peck peeve of mine. YouTuber beef when it's on Twitter is so annoying. Like, you're ever just trying to, like, scroll through your feed or something, and you're like, yeah, I'm just trying to have, like, a nice day? Oh, you know, I heard there's a little problem. Let me go check it out. And then, if it's on Twitch, you can just go on Twitch and look at the Twitch clips. If it's on YouTube, you can just go and look at the YouTube clips. But if you don't want to look at them, you just don't have to click on them. But Twitter beef. Twitter beef is so annoying, because you're just trying to scroll through, and you're like, man, man, let me let me see if there's something funny on Twitter. They can make me, like, laugh today. And then you are just pestered. Pestered by just all these different tweets. I was just trying to scroll, like, through the other day. And just Jake Paul KSI, Jake Paul KSI was just all over my feed. I was like, I don't care about this at the moment. I want to, like, look it over when it's all done. But I don't want a real-time thing. I just, uh, it annoys me so much. Especially when it's, like, someone petty, like Jake Paul tweeting. And even, like, KSI has to play himself up, too, for boxing. And I'm just like, dude, there's just, like, so much being said without anything being said, if you guys know what I mean. They're just saying the same things over and over and over. And you know the result that it's going to yield. But still, there are just these countless tweets. And I'm like, guys, I just do not need to see this. It's It's just annoying. So, if somehow any YouTuber is listening to this and is intending to create beef. Just don't, you know? Um, And if you do, maybe just do it on YouTube or Twitch, not on my Twitter feed. Okay, thank you for that PSA. Um, In other news, we also had um, Peter Park um, join 100 Thieves. So, as 100 Thieves said, this is the best, worst-kept secret in, uh, like, 100 Thieves history. And... At least, I think if you were paying attention on how 100 Thieves works in 100 Thieves in the past, you pretty much knew that Peter Park was going to 100 Thieves. There was little question in my mind. When they brought on Foosley, they had Foosley in a few videos before, maybe a couple, one or two, and then they introduced her. They did the same thing with Tina Kim, but Peter has been in like the 100 Thieves videos for like the past three months and you're like, there is no way this guy would be doing this much if he, like, wasn't getting paid, didn't have stake in the channel. He has to be, like, joining 100 Thieves. It lined up with how everybody else did it. I was like, yeah, this is the only thing that makes sense. Like, the only one where it's, like, someone who didn't appear in videos was Vinny the Hacker, and he's kind of an anomaly at 100 Thieves. I don't know if he, like, fits in very well, but that's the way it was. So I had, like like I said, little to no doubt in my mind 
that Peter Parker was joining 100 Thieves. The interesting part about all of that is that 100 Thieves is getting what a lot of people usually label as offline TV. So the funny thing is, offline TV only consists about of like I think, any like ten members in all. It's Pokey, sorry, Pokey, Lily, Scara, Toast, Michael, Jody, Sydneyon, um, John. So Pokey, Lily, Scara, Toast, Michael, Sydneyon, John. Jade, yeah, it's like eight people. So, um, yeah, it's only eight people, but because of offline TV and friends, they kind of associate so many other people as being an offline TV when they're just not. Like, Saikuno, Fusli, um, Valkyrie, who else? Wendy, Tina, um, just, uh, Young, a lot of other people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's offline TV, right? And they're just not. Like, those people are in offline TV. They're friends with offline TV if they're not offline TV. So what's funny about this is you have Valkyrie, Tina, Foosley, Peter, all in off, all in 100 Thieves. Now I almost did myself. But a lot of people consider them to be offline TV. So, I don't know if they should make an emphasis on, like, making sure that they're known to be in 100 Thieves. I think Rey is probably the most associated now, because she owns it, partly. Uh, come on here. But I do think, that possibly, if I were in, like, that position of 100 Thieves, I would try to at least subtly kind of make, not a rebranding, but make it clear that it was... Make it clear that... Like, they were part of 100 Thieves and not Offline TV. Because those are really cool creators to get. And they're, like, they do cool stuff. And they're all associated with each other. But you want to make sure that they're associated with your brand. So, I don't know how I do that. Like, they do obviously appear in a lot of 100 Thieves videos. But they also appear in a lot of, like, streaming content with Offline TV members. So you just kind of have to, like, I think, consider how to make it known that, like, yeah, these guys are with us. But 100 Thieves is a great org, and I think they're doing a lot of good things. And I think it looks like they're wanting a lot of esports, and so I'll keep up with that. But they seem to be doing a good job. But, yeah, really good for um, Peter to get to that point. Um, I'm proud of him, and I think he's always a fun creator. Um but yeah, I, I do think in some ways a rebrand could be necessary. I, rebrand may be like a lack of a better term, but it does seem like that is a thing that should happen. I think that, um, yeah, no, that's really it. Um, that's kind of all I have um, for now for this episode. So um, thank you guys for listening. Um, I'll see you next time. Bye.